Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We want to continue in the theme on the resurrection life. The resurrection life must not be confined to uh, dealing with a physical death and then being uh, resurrected uh, back to life again. Uh, the resurrection power of Jesus work in any situation where death occurs, where uh, hopelessness uh, come about as a result of that death. So if we believe in the resurrection, life of Jesus, we want to know how to apply uh, and draw the resurrection life from God when we face a situation where death came to us. This evening, I want to particularly deal with the death of a marriage because this is such a uh, real problem that confronts this day and age, including in our Christian uh, community. And uh, the death of a marriage came about when our spouse died because of natural death or because of illness. So we, death came about in that relationship. But today, uh, in divorce, you know, couples got married and somehow they could not make it work. And as a result, it ended up in separation in and out in divorce. As Christians, you know, we believe in the resurrection life of Jesus. And uh, how do we draw this resurrection power into our life when we face this kind of uh, situation? We want to look into the story uh, of the Samaritan woman and to see what we can draw from this, this uh, woman's life, how we can apply the resurrection uh, power of Jesus into our life. Because a death of a marriage is so devastating. It brings about such hurts, such rejection, confusion, anger, you name it, you know, it, it really destroys a, a person. It really uh, crashes a person, you know, when, when this kind of uh, uh, relationship happens. And uh, this Samaritan woman we know, when she encountered Jesus, Jesus told her, you have five husbands, and the man that you are living with now is not uh, your husband. So you can see that this woman has gone through a lot of pain and hurts because of divorce, because of a broken marriage in her life. But how did she deal with it when she faced this kind of situation? She dealt with it in the ways, uh, through the ways 
that we see in this world. She go about it by her own ways, and、uh, trying to get another man to replace the one that she has lost, and.、Uh, So she go through a cycle where she's disappointed, she's hurt again and again and again. But this woman, this Samaritan woman, she knew God. She knew where to worship God on this mountain, on that place. But her knowledge of God, her relationship with God, was not deep enough. That when she went through this kind of crisis, she's able to handle it. She's able to deal with it in the way that God would have her to deal with it. And a lot of time, that's what we see around in churches. People who have gone through divorce or separation, they behave in exactly the same way like this. Samaritan woman, although they may not go through that many cycles, but but that's what they do. They 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 lost a relationship that is so close and 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 important to them. Now immediately、uh, they they look for another replacement, and、uh, so、uh, this. This kind of reaction is is very、uh, dangerous. You know, it's like、uh, a rebound relationship. Many times, people,、uh, the the people involved, they have not gone through、uh, dealing with their hurts, their emotional、uh, pain. There's no closure, proper closure, in in their life, in their emotion. So, because someone came into their path, just like this Samaritan woman, immediately she go for it, without resolving her problem, without re- resolving, you know, the the wounds, the grief that is that that is inside. And as a result. She brought this kind of relation, uh, uh, this kind of uh, emotional uh, uh, problem into the new relationship, and that's why history repeats itself. It wasn't a solution. It end up in、uh, more pain, more hurts, and uh, and uh, so she was still desperate. When she encountered Jesus, we are de- dealing primarily with marriage, divorce, but it applies to any relationship, friendship that end in death. So there are people who react in a different way. They react in anger. They are out. To revenge, to take revenge, they're out to destroy the other person, to slander, to whatever it is that that they can、uh, do to to bring hurts to the other person because they have been hurt as a result. 
And uh, so we who believe in God, we who believe in the resurrection life of Jesus, uh, we do not want to react or deal with things in the flesh because it doesn't bring life, it brings death. We want to tap into the resurrection power of Jesus so that it brings us life and peace and wholeness and uh, uh, true satisfaction to meet our inner needs. And in a rebound relationship, which we see so often uh, taking place in, in people who have just experienced a broken marriage, and it feels good to be able to enter into a new relationship. It feels that it compensates for what you have lost. But if you do not allow time, allow uh, reflection, of your inner life, have a look at yourself, examine what was wrong, what has gone wrong in the previous relationship, and being able to come into wholeness through the resurrection life of Jesus. Because now there is death in you, right? You feel rejected, you feel worthless, you are confused. You are hurt, you know. So all this uh, death coming to us. And uh, so without resolving it, we will not enter into true satisfaction and wholeness. Even though we feel good, you know, in a rebound relationship, uh, but self-examination and personal responsibility is necessary to secure the marriage, and also for us to grow emotionally uh, uh, stronger. Okay. So when, uh, and, and, and looking into the life of this Samaritan woman, definitely she has died inside, internally, because of the broken marriage, because of the divorce to the point that she doesn't care. She just lived to survive. She just lived day to day. And that is reflected in the man that he is with now, who is not her husband. You know, to survive now, because death has come, there's no hope, there's no uh, future, you know. So, so a lot of people, when they come to that sense of hopelessness, they don't care. And that's why there are people who go from one relationship to another. Just try it out. You know, instead of being uh, cautious and being rational and making right decision, they, they, they make Decision based on their emotional needs and hurts and, and, and desperation rather than being able to, to carefully consider and know what they, they are looking for uh, to, to 
for their own long-term benefits and long-term uh, health. So, uh, so when Jesus met this woman, she was, she had a man, but it didn't meet her needs. She came, she came to the well during the middle of the day because she is ashamed of herself. She has no self-worth. That's why she's trying to isolate herself from the normal hours when the woman from the town would come and draw water in the cool of the day, in the evening. And they would be socializing, talking with one another. But this woman, she came in the middle of the day when no one is around because uh, you, you can imagine her, her sense of uh, self-worth, self-respect is gone. And uh, uh, she is just living to survive another day. That's all it matters. Who cares? You know, that kind of attitude. So Jesus came to her. We know the story uh, in John 4. Verse 10, Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it, it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. And then verse 13, Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will be in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You see, when Jesus met this woman, he did not tell her, okay, you come to me. I'm going to lead you and guide you so that you will meet the right man in your life. So that from then on, you'll be happy. You will not suffer that kind of, of pain and relationship that you had in the past. Jesus did not say that. But a lot of people, a lot of, well, Christians who, who are in this kind of situation. They are thinking that, God, give me the right man in the next relationship so that I will not suffer again because of broken relationship. Jesus tell her, if you knew the gift of God, and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him for the living water. So what Jesus is saying is, woman, what you need is the living water from God that flows into your life to satisfy your inner needs your emotional needs, your personal wholeness, 
It comes through by drinking the living water. It doesn't come by entering into another relationship or looking for the right man or right woman in your life. But you drink from not just the natural water, from this well. You have been depending on this, your own way, the ways of this world, what you see around. You have been depending on this for, for too long and you know it doesn't work. But if you drink from the water, the living water that I give to you, that Jesus gives to you, you will never thirst. You will never thirst. So, in order for us to, at this moment of death and loss and pain, in order for us to be able to draw from this living water that truly meets our needs, we need to recognize Jesus. Jesus said, if you knew who it is that asks you for water. Yes, you know God. You have a concept of God. You may pray. But do you recognize God coming to you? Many of us, we even pray. But we don't recognize Jesus coming to us, speaking to us, bringing us to drink the living water. We, we don't recognize it. We are looking at things in our own way, wanting to meet our, the needs in our own way, in a fleshy, in a worldly way. And so we decide, now that this is broken, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to begin to socialize. I'm going to go out and enjoy myself. I'm going to do this, you know, all the worldly ways. Rather than allow God to touch us on the inside so that we have living water. So, that's why I say this woman knew God, believing God, but not deep enough that she doesn't recognize that God coming to her. And Jesus came to her when she was alone. Many times we don't recognize Him. We feel so lonely. We feel so alone. Where else God is there when we go through the crisis, when we go through the pain and death? God is there. God is always there. Do we recognize Him? When he speaks, do we recognize his voice? Or we just push it aside? We just have more questions like this woman. Instead of being able to hear what God is saying to us. And then, well, we know this living water is the Holy Spirit. You know, what can truly meet our inner needs, the needs of our soul and of our spirit, 
is the living water, is the Holy Spirit, who is always with us, who is our comfort, who is the counselor, the teacher, the Spirit of Truth. You know, the Holy Spirit is able to minister to us. But do we recognize Him? Do we hear His voice? Jesus came to the woman when she was alone. Do you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? Oh, it's just confusion, the ways of this world, the, 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 the voice of your friends and, and all the voice of the enemies talking to you. Go do this, go, you know. Why waste your life? You know, go and socialize. You know, go and look for it in this world. But the Holy Spirit, what is the Holy Spirit asking you to do? He's asking you to come. He's asking you to draw near. He's asking you to worship in spirit and in truth. He's asking you to enter into His presence so that He can fill you with love, with peace, with joy, with meaning, with self-worth. That comes from God Himself. And then the other thing is The resurrection life restore us to live for God. Because a lot of time people felt that you know they've done wrong or they feel a, like a failure because of the failure of the marriage. And so a lot of negative voices are coming and oppressing us, accusing us. And sometimes we may still serve, but we serve not wholeheartedly because there is this negative voices that is uh, oppressing us. But God wants us to know that the living water that He gives is a gift of God. And all we read just now, Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God. So the resurrection life of Jesus is a gift of God. Because we could feel so unworthy, we feel that we are not whole. And, and even though we know we need to come to God, but but we are not able to fully entrust ourselves into the arms of God and allow the resurrection power of Jesus to work in us, to re revive us, to restore us, so that now we live. We truly live, not because there is a man, there is a woman in our life. We truly live because of God. We truly live because we discover ourselves, we discover the purpose that God has given to us. In our life. Because when there's a broken relationship, there is death. There is destruction. There is hurts and pain. The resurrection life of Jesus, the gift of God, wants to come into our life regardless of 
who is wrong, and so on. He wants to give us a new beginning. He wants to give us restoration into our true purpose, our true identity. You know, many people they settle just like this American woman for survival, instead of truly rising up to live the life that God has for her, God has for us. We just live and existing and surviving, feeling hopeless, feeling that we have failed, feeling that. That's more or less like the end to our life. So we we need to enter into the resurrection life of Jesus, and it is a gift of God. The woman looked to the wrong man instead of looking to the man Jesus. He looked to the wrong man to to meet her needs. And Jesus said, "You need to know the gift of God." We need to know what God will do for us through the resurrection life. The resurrection life is eternal life. Let's go back to that verse that we read earlier on, verse thirteen. Jesus answered, "Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again." But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The water I give them will be a spring of water welling up into eternal life. So, if we want the resurrection power of Jesus to be effectively working in us, we cannot just drink a sip of the living water, and then that's it. Because we thought, oh, we drink and then we will never thirst again. But the truth is, we become thirsty when we just drink a sip, a taste of Jesus. If we did not continue. But rather, we just like this woman. She knew God, but her shallow knowledge of God is not enough for her to deal with this pain and problem. And Jesus is saying, if you want to really make the living water works in you, you got to continue to drink and drink and drink until it becomes a living spring in you, welling up. Into eternal life until you can truly experience the life of God. The eternal life is not everlasting, you know, living forever and ever, but rather the eternal life here is talking about you drink so much until the life of God begins to work in you. So fill you up now. You have more than enough. You are able to give to others. You're able to help others. You're able to comfort others out of your needs. You're able to do that because God has. You have tasted. You have drank from the the well of living water, and is springing up into you. 
So remember, it is not a sip, it's not a taste a little bit, but rather to keep drinking until we have more than enough, until it becomes a living spring that is in us. That's when the effectiveness, the power of that resurrection life will, take, will make the impact in our life. And it's a gift of God. Jesus said, if you know who is it asking you for water, you would have asked him. You would have asked him to give you that water. So that's why the resurrection life gives us a new beginning. It restores our self-worth in God. Because we feel so unworthy to come before God. We feel so unworthy to be able to receive. But God is saying, it's a gift. It's a gift. You only need to ask from me. You only need to come, recognize, and begin to draw. And... Uh, the resurrection life restore us back to the full life, the life of God that God wants to give to us. So look at this woman. Instead of feeling rejected, worthless, and so on, now that she drank of the living water, now that she experienced the resurrection life restoring her, we know that she went back into the city, into the, 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 the village, and begins to share with everyone what God has done for her. So remember, Jesus came to this woman when she was alone. God will come to us no matter how alone, isolated, Worthless we feel. He comes to us. You need to recognize him. And then he talks to her. He communicates with her and counsels her so that she will not be confused, so that she will not be lost, so that she will not be looking to the way of the world to meet her needs. The resurrection life of Jesus gives us hope, gives us direction so that we know how to go forward rather than go the ways of the world and getting nowhere. We know, deep down inside, if you knew God, you know this is not the solution. But many of us just end up like that because we don't see a way out. But this morning, if you are in this kind of situation, Jesus has come to you. Jesus is saying, it's a gift of God. Ask of me. Drink of that living water. And out of this brokenness, out of this trouble, Jesus gave this woman a testimony. Because he went about into the city and told the people, look, this man has told me everything I've done. And, 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 and she's, he speaks. As a prophet, she's, 
He speaks into my life. Now I'm alive again. I'm resurrected again. Now I'm made whole. I'm made new. I'm standing before you, telling you to come to this man. Drink of the living water yourself. You see, this woman has drunk of the living water, and now it becomes a spring. God has given her a testimony out of her brokenness. So instead of feeling condemned and 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 trying to hide and and avoid talking about our problem, this woman talk about her problem because she's healed. He finds that uh, she finds meaning out of that brokenness because she encountered God. She encountered the resurrection life of Jesus, and now she's full of life. And that is what the resurrection life can do to us. Now, this particularly those of us uh, who have suffered broken relationship. It could be a Death of a friendship, or a relationship, or or, or marriage. There is life after death. There is life after divorce. There is life after brokenness. What do we need to do? We need to recognize Jesus. Our relationship with Him has got to be deeper, so that in times crisis like this, you can stand. You can still look to him, not look to the ways of the world to meet your needs. You got to know it's a gift of God. Yes, you feel unworthy. You feel such a failure. People may condemn you or whatever. But this resurrection life, this eternal life, is a gift of God. You need to recognize him. You need to ask from him. And he will give it to you. And you got to drink. Drink until it becomes a living spring in you. And you stay in that living spring, right? This woman, she did not just have a knowledge; she really drank until she's so satisfied. She's set free. She's totally changed on the inside. Nothing has changed on the outside. Maybe there will not be any change on the outside, but on the inside, she's a different woman. She's a woman who found her identity, found her self worth, found her destiny in God. Is not tied up with a man. She found her destiny in God, and God has given her a testimony out of that brokenness. The resurrection power of Jesus is able to turn death, brokenness, into life, into beauty for His glory. So I hope with this understanding, we'll not be thinking of resurrection life as life after death, but rather in every situation we believe the living Jesus is with us. We believe He has the living water, ever ready for us to draw from and to drink from, no matter what we have gone through. His resurrection life want to restore us, bring hope back, 
help us to discover our destiny and our identity in Him, so that we are truly, truly satisfied because of Him and Him alone. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for coming to us, even though at times when we feel so alone, so hopeless, we are so confused and so hurt. But you are always there for us, and we pray that everyone who hear this message will be able to recognize your voice speaking into our hearts, bringing healing, bringing wholeness, bringing deliverance, bringing. Uh, hope and destiny into our life once more. And Father, I pray for everyone who has come. I pray that we will know how to draw and draw deeply, abundantly from you, so that we will become a living spring. So that what we know of you will make a difference in our life. It will not be just a belief, just a knowledge, but it will be life-changing. Because of your resurrection power, and we pray, especially those who are going through trial times in relationship, in marriages, at home, in family. Lord, I pray that they will come to the living water. They will come to you and draw from you and find healing, wholeness, meaning in their life. Bless everyone. I pray, minister to us. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. So, God bless you. Let the word of God、uh, works in your life to bring about、uh, fullness of life, Amen.